Welcome to the Deeper Dive Podcast. Each week we take a deeper look at the text we covered in worship on Sunday. We do that by discussing things like historical settings, literary context, the way others before us have read the text, and our reflective approach to reading that same text. Well, today we continue uh, with uh, talking about a series on fear and all kinds of uh, fear things. <laughs> so, objects we'll, of fear, object, even. Yes, so we'll jump, <laughs> jump right into that. Um, I, um, I, uh, it's, it, it's such a, it's such a broad brush approach to some of these multiple topic oh Sundays gosh, yeah. or lessons that, uh, I fear that, uh, we may, um, at times, uh, just literally broad brush it without getting into some of the depths of it, but it's really not designed to do that. Mm-hmm. And particularly yesterday morning, it really was just simply designed to, um, um. Uh, yeah, it was designed to connect with communion. That's what my, that's what my thought was yesterday morning. So hopefully we were able to do that at some point, um, and at some level. Um, fear of crime. I, I I've been watching with uh, uh, some some consistency the murder rate, the shooting rate that's been going on in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would have thought after a three-day weekend up there, because I think it was three weeks ago or four weeks ago, 77 people uh, died in that weekend. There was only five, only five. <laughs> there was five children killed last weekend, or five somebody's killed over a three-day weekend. And I thought, well, I, I'm not sure the reason of that decline, but how do we deal with that, and how do we um, how do we handle that fear? Do we... Uh, Simply uh, don't read any more into this than just Randy's meandering thoughts. Do we just get a bigger gun to carry? <laughs> do we get a bigger stick? Do we? St- how much do we stop doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, when do we use? Um, when do we use some? I mean, I've been in parts of towns that we knew were not necessarily safe to go into, but we did it anyway because mm-hmm. we had either a purpose or a vendor we wanted to go pick something up from. Um, at what point in time do we use uh, uh, exercise? This uh, this little girl in in Iowa that um, uh, was just now recently found. Um, I can't think of her name. Tibbet, I think, was her last name. You know, how do we uh, how do we deal with those kinds of fears for our kids uh, in the sense of this whole crime realm that we're in? Um, well, and and I. Uh as I was doing the children's time, I don't know if it was yesterday or, or another time, but um, I thought, how do I talk to kids about the fact that um, every person that is different, of a different color or of a different uh, uh, ethnic background, uh, you don't have to be afraid of, when I don't know what their parents have told them. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, you know, I, I want them to exercise caution. I don't want to tell them everybody's your friend. On the other hand, uh, we also don't want to go around saying um, every every black man is evil or uh, every Muslim uh, is a murderer. Or um, So it's really difficult to talk to children about that. Um, well, it, I've just been watching this. Uh, I, my particular interest, and this is not about Catholicism. This is about the abuse that's happened in in, in that sister church of ours, and I frame it intentionally mm-hmm. that way uh, because I've walked through some of those circumstances and other roles with folks. Uh, 
that had a Methodist background that mm-hmm. uh, were abusive. It happens in every church. Um, but not every church. Sorry, every denomination. You know, it it it, uh, it just uh, causes it, it breaks my heart is what it does because it just makes puts another huge hurdle in front of people uh, to committing their hearts to God or to belief or trust or anything like that, and yet somehow or another. The intention, and I and I don't know how well I drew this in yesterday morning. The intention of ISIS was to create a culture of fear, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they don't have to blow us up any longer. Right? They've created that culture of fear in a lot of places. Uh, where do we get to the place that we say, you know, I'm not going to let that control me without throwing caution so far to the winds that we have a Pollyanna approach? Right. And I, I think it comes back to balance. Right. I think it comes back to uh, – sometimes I don't think we know what we're scared of. Adam Hamilton in the book uh, uh, offered this uh, as uh, a piece to fear. He said, uh, for the F, face your fears with faith. I think sometimes we don't even identify what our fears are. Um, and so that's step number one. Whatever that fear might be uh, consuming us, examine with the E, examine your assumptions in light of the facts. Uh, a couple years ago, I said, I've said this a couple times when we did a study on ISIS and the men's group, and then we moved on to study Muslims. Uh, Muslims are the ones who ISIS is killing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not killing uh, Europeans and Americans, at least not to the extent that they are their own. Uh, so we need to examine our fears, whatever that might be. If that's mm-hmm. about crime, I mean, and every, part of it, for in my mind, is that we don't appreciate every day as a gift. Right. Um, and every day, in my opinion, is a gift. Uh, and so I'm not owed anything from God or anybody else. Uh, I'm just not. I'm just not the person that's going to walk around looking over my shoulder, mm-hmm. or not go someplace because I'm fearful. Oh, that I'm cautious. You of life. That just I try to exercise wisdom, uh, but I want to find out the facts behind what it is that I'm scared about. Um, and then uh, he he goes on to say, face your fears with faith, examine your assumptions in the light of facts, attack your anxieties with action. Um, that's one I think that's sometimes a little hard to respond to. Mm-hmm. If we attack our anxieties with action um, by, by somehow or another thinking, uh, and I've watched this. I, I've been around long enough to watch this conversation with Russia and the United States. Mm-hmm. And then North Korea has been in this recently. <laughs> My gun's bigger than yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My missile can hurt you more than yours can hurt me. Mm-hmm. And all it's done is created fear back back mm-hmm. in the Cold War. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that was the intent to create enough fear, and and it's been practiced again now. And I think we're back into that loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we can create enough fear in the other person, that we can either bluff them or literally have bigger stuff than they've got. That makes me the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I hate to see people walking around that. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, Early in my ministry, uh, uh, there was this um, thing going on down in Cuba, and mm-hmm. young people would say, you know, is, uh, are we going to die? I can remember that when uh, uh, the uh, war over in, um, with Iraq mm-hmm. started, and mm-hmm. kids in the youth group were talking about that. Uh, my high school youth group was talking about whether they would stay or whether they would run so as not to have to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that just creates another level whereby the devil has uh, a measure of control over us. And uh, there's a part of it is that maybe I'm just at the stage where I realize I'm going to die one of these days. I'm not really planning on it today, but <laughs> it's going to happen. You're closer than you were before. Well, I'm maybe closer than I was yesterday, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but my hope and my faith makes a difference in my outlook. Yeah, the last letter that in, in that FEAR acronym that you shared was release your cares to God. Mm-hmm. Because there's absolutely no action that takes place when we are afraid um, of something that hasn't yet happened. I mean, nothing positive can happen there. Um, uh, maybe preparation. If we see the weather is getting bad and the tornado is coming, then uh, we can go to the basement or go wherever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, if we're afl- afraid to fly, no amount of fearing is going to control that airplane, you know. Um, if we're afraid something's going to happen to our children, no amount of fear is going to protect them. We can put them in as much bubble wrap as we want, and it's not going to do any good. Um, but but trusting in God does something. <laughs> that is a uh, an action that um, that brings results, mm-hmm. and and. So I, I'm not sure. Well, I know why, but I was going to say I don't know why we don't trust sooner. Um, and that's just human nature to say, um, no, I'm going to take care of this. But there isn't anything we can do. And I, and I don't mean that in a, oh, we're all going to die. Just I just mean fear doesn't do anything for us. Fear, worry doesn't do anything for us. It's interesting if you go way back, and depending on how you look at the garden, uh, before they uh, ate of the fruit, Adam and Eve walked mm-hmm. in the garden with God. After they ate the fruit, fear consumed them, and they hid. Guilt. They didn't. And, they didn't know they were naked before. Right. And so uh, we're still living with that consequence. Not. Not. I'm not blaming them. I'm blaming my own. Mm-hmm. You know. I acknowledge my own sinfulness. Uh, that we still uh, find ourselves uh, trying to hide from something, um, and uh, it, it's separating us from the answer. I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. so. I I uh, I wanted to tell this part of it. I just I just didn't uh, have enough time yesterday morning. But I I was just so impressed. And this is hear me again. This is not a political statement, but it is in the sense that somebody uh, who passed away this week, John McCain, um, whether or not I agreed with his politics is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. The impression that it made on me, though, as a man who was just probably six months or a year, if I'd have been born six months or a year earlier, very well could have been in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So when he was captured, and the fact that his captor responded to his death with the words that he responded with, mm-hmm. said there was something in John's heart that was overcoming even the evil of that war mm-hmm. and the evil of those circumstances with some good. And I, I hope the world heard that. I'm, afear, I'm afraid they, they didn't. Um, and then the fact that I, – and I believe I got this right uh, – that it was the president of current Vietnam um, – came to a place, someplace in that country, in honor of John, because he was the one, after having gone through that horrible experience, he was the one that reconnected 
the United States and Vietnam back again in, in, in some sort of a peaceful, uh, coexistent manner. And that, to me, is as overcoming evil with good. Yeah, I mean, uh, it would have been um, so easy for him to be bitter after all of those years as a prisoner of war. Mm-hmm. And um, um, I was, as I was thinking about this podcast today, I was thinking of, of your mentioning retaliation and revenge. And and if anybody would, uh, and we could say he deserved to uh, have vengeful thoughts, um, I did a little research and, and looked at um, why is it that our, and it, it is a human nature, why is our response immediately to um, take revenge? Um, and and I thought there had to be a reason that that, that is uh, something that we all want to do. And, and I don't, you know, it, it goes in varying degrees, I guess. Some people are just very much uh, um, very reactionary and they want to do it right away. But um, what I found was an article um, about uh, why we are hardwired for revenge, and that's what it said. And I'm going to read you just a sentence. Without laws and prisons, our earliest ancestors relied on the fear of retaliation to keep the peace and correct injustices. <laughs> Acts out of revenge not only sought to deter a second harmful act by a wrongdoer, but also acted as an insurance policy against future harm by others. And so that's that's a really interesting thing. And then people throw around this scripture which is so misquoted when in the Old Testament um, it talks about an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. That does not mean, please hear us, that does not mean you take revenge. That what that does mean is let the punishment equal the crime because they were uh, way overdoing the punishment and and it that's not at all what it meant. Yeah, no, that's that was a... A very um, boy that was pulling back the violence at right. that time. So usually you would retaliate, uh, you know, at least two, three times, just to establish, you know, your that you should not be crossed. And mm-hmm. so that kind of check on unchecked violence is um, it's about the most peaceful thing it really at that is. point in history, in human yeah. history. So yeah. it's not retributive. Not at justice. all. It's a check on retributive justice, for right, sure. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So I, you know, if there is, there are a lot of things that we that we misquote in scripture, but that's the one that may, uh, that's one of them that bothers me the most. Mm-hmm. Is no, that's not what it meant. God did not put within us uh, that spirit of getting even. Um, or, or if it's there, He wants us to change it. Right, right. I mean, he right. wants us. He wants to have a conversation with us with the Holy Ghost and say, you know, folks, this is not the what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. What did and, Jesus say on the cross about those who who put him there? He didn't say, "Hey, somebody, make sure you take care of these guys after I'm dead." You know, take them out. That's not what he said. He said you know, forgive them for they know not that's what right. they do. That's right. That's right. So that's right. And I know that that's easier said than done because when somebody hurts somebody I love, man. You know, the first reaction is, I want to hurt him back. Um, Randy's smiling. You can't see that smile over there. but um, And that's that's not at all godly. That's not what God calls me to do. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah. So again, you know, folks, that uh, I, I didn't get into any verb tenses on, on any of this uh, scripture here, but it means uh, overcoming evil today and tomorrow and the next day with good. And it's going to be something that I believe we need to commit ourselves in, a, in somewhat of an intentional way until it becomes a part of our soul and our spirit. Mm-hmm. So That's all we got. That's it. All right. Okay. <laughs> but we we uh, will take questions. Sure. So, As always, you yeah. can uh, do that on Facebook, email, uh, whatever, Twitter, all of those avenues. Uh, please do that. And we'll be back next week uh, continuing in this series on fear. So until then, grace and peace. Mm-hmm.